Welcome to Speed Movie Minute, the podcast where we break down the 90s action classic speed one minute at a time. And where we always try to stay above 50. I'll be your SWAT officer, Roger Wistar. Oh, yeah, I'm the world people. <laughs> and we are joined once again this week by our special guest, Grant Lukey. How are you doing, Grant? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, fun fact about me, the fastest I've ever driven is uh, 103 miles an hour, and I was breaking the law. Wow. <laughs> you should. I thought you were going to say that for the next time that we see this stupid tractor trailer. No, no. Now is the right time. Were you street racing? Is this a Fast and Furious? No, I was situation? just I was just driving home. Drive. I was visiting my parents, and I was driving from the town I was living in to the town they lived in. And I was just just on the on the freeway, and there was really nobody else around me. And I was anxious to get there fast. And then I, I would, you know, next thing I knew, I looked down at my speedometer, and I was breaking records. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is minute ninety four of speed. Uh, this minute starts with Annie and Jack getting some first aid. And it ends with Jack getting out of the ambulance to help further the plot of the movie. <laughs> As we begin to move into sort of the the last quarter of the movie, which in some ways, I mean, so Grant, I don't know if you know this. I've mentioned this to Bentley on an earlier week. Like in the original sort of rough script of the movie, this is where the movie is supposed to be over. Like we would right, do, right. Like we would do sort of like cute little, like they would probably just like go ahead and kiss right now. And then they mm-hmm. would get that giant flying away crane shot and then like roll credits. Right. That right. wasn't enough for the studio. So now we have to like go into this hilarious subway section for the next 30 minutes that we're going to sort of start delving into uh, starting today, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we should do our pop quiz first. And Bentley, based on your intro for today, I think I can tell that you already know the answer to this question, um, which is a question about. My man and yours, Lieutenant Vince McMahon, um, who is the head of, I guess I'm going to say, a famous entertainment company. Uh, but Grant, as our guest, I'll turn it to you. Do you know who Vince McMahon, uh, which company uh, Vince McMahon is the head of? You know, um, I don't, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take a guess. Um, and my guess is the... Uh, uh, the the Disney company okay. is my guess. I have no I have no idea at all. I'm just I'm making it up. I'm, Grant, I'm just here for a good I, time. I love having you on as a guest this week because your guesses are both entertaining and wildly off base. So you're not Great. giving Bentley. So any you're telling hints. me I got it wrong. Well, that's unfair. Now Bentley knows that the Disney corporation is not is not the answer. I he think Bentley already knows that Disney is not the answer. Bentley, okay. what is the right we'll answer see. to this we'll question? See. Well, based off of the voice that I did, which was Macho Man Randy Savage, yes. Grant, that would be uh, that would be in the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man. That would be Bonesaw. <laughs> Bonesaw is ready for the WWF or the WWE World Wrestling Federation or World Wrestling Entertainment. Very good. <laughs> it, was, it was the WWE. The WWE. It's almost the Disney company. You know. It's I, not. You're being kind. It's not even relatively close. When I went, I mean, there's there's a lot of slick looking, uh, slick looking people in fancy outfits. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of puppets could be and, made from. You know, those spoiler alert. No, you're right. You're all, right. You're right. There's also a lot of performing. It's possible that what happens at those matches is not entirely real. Some of it might be scripted. You never know. Yeah, hundred percent scripted. But gosh darn. Some of the stuff that they do is nuts. Oh, no, it's amazingly uh, athletic. And we talked a lot about that on Roadhouse Minute, you know, because 
the guy who plays Morgan, Terry Funk, is he's in four yeah. professional wrestling halls of fame. So I, yeah. a mad respect. Like those guys are amazing athletes. I've never gotten into wrestling. I think it's a little silly. Um, can I tell you all a quick story? Yes. Story time. So when I got out of college and I thought I wanted to be a professional programmer and I worked for international business. Machines, I thought you were going to say professional wrestling. Me too. <laughs> no, but but in order to learn how to become a consultant, they shipped me up to Stamford, Connecticut, not Stanford, Stamford, Connecticut um, for With three weeks to, le- to go to consultant school. And Stamford, Connecticut, it, it's got two claims to fame. One is it's the home of former uh, Major League Baseball manager Bobby Valentine. But it's also oh. the headquarters of the WWE. So you should go there. There's the pro wrestling, I think, Hall of Fame, which is probably just an office in their building, um, is there. But it was, it was right after they had to rename themselves because they lost, <laughs> they lost a copyright infringement lawsuit with the World Wildlife Fund. Yep. And so yeah. they had they had these billboards, these giant billboards that says that said, get the F out of the WWE. <laughs> That's so, funny. That's there super you go. funny. Ben. It would be fun to it would be fun to like go through their Hall of Fame. I wonder if it's just like a bunch of like uh pain mannequins with like, you know, uh trunks and boots <laughs> and like boas or like Mick Foley's sock that was a puppet where like, it was like where he would talk to himself, you know. Yeah. Bentley, uh, who's your favorite professional wrestler? You seem like someone who's followed professional wrestling. As a kid, a lot I did. Uh, my grandfather, he, back in the day, he had like one of those big satellites, you know, that were like, you know, seven feet and, you know, just the huge ones that took up an entire corner of your yard. And um, he, on VHSs, he'd do slow mode. So it was eight hours. And he would record all of the, as he called it, wrestling. He'd record all the wrestling for the month and they would mail me the VHS and then I would watch it. And then they, when we, and we had a system where like I would send them back and whatever. And so as a kid, I was always into the much more acrobatic wrestlers. There was this duo called the rockers, which was Shawn Michaels who went on to a great solo career and yep. then Marty Jannetty. They were, they were a duo for a while, but they were very athletic and they were, you know, uh, and then there was one guy that I loved. Uh, he was called the blue blazer. And he was one of the Hart brothers. He was unfortunately the Hart brother that died. Oh no! He, like f- that fell off of that that huge thing from a yeah. like, hundred feet in the air. But he was very. It was much more the the Mexican lucha libre style wrestling. So he was doing a bunch of the tricks and like he he would wrestle without the mask too. But as a kid, that but hands down, obviously I was a Hulk Hogan fan. What kid wasn't? I was an Ultimate Warrior fan because of the face paint and the whatever, but hands down, my favorite wrestler of all time was Macho Man Randy Savage. 100%. That's why I learned how to do the voice. It's like, Grant, I, I sent you pictures of it years ago, but like when we did our D&D live show, I based my visual look. I had the glasses. I had the bandana. Oh, I remember my fingers this, yeah. taped. I, I And I did the voice the entire time our D&D improv live show as Macho Man the entire time cuz like I was the uh uh I was the uh what what are they called the 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 religious warriors grant clerics uh paladins uh, and paladins oh, yeah. yes I was a paladin and and so but I did as Macho Man the whole time I had the his glasses and I, and I was just on stage like oh yeah I'm about to bring down the the fiery flames from my lord up above here. Let me tell you. Let me do a little prayer for you real quick. Yeah. Nice. Grant, I'm guessing Very from good. your trivia question answer that maybe professional wrestling <laughs> is not in your wheelhouse. 
Uh, no, my favorite wrestler is Nacho Libre. Ah. <laughs> that's my answer. Um, my first thought was Gravedigger, but that's a monster truck. But I feel like they're in similar worlds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Grant, what's your favorite type of turtle? Favorite type of turtle? What? Oh. Uh, uh, I like sea turtles. I like sea turtles. Bentley's asking this question because the when the, when we spent the most of our time together, I had a pet turtle that I was very fond of. <laughs> Um, I've since graduated a little bit from my turtle phase. I'm not as into turtles as I was before. I still think they're very You're into cool. Cats now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I'd say sea turtles. They're pretty cool. You know like the, the sneaky thing. Nemo. The sneaky thing about turtles is they live for freaking forever. Like yeah, they do. We have a we know a couple on campus who was gifted a turtle by like some senior who was blowing town and like didn't want to take it with him. Yeah, and that was that was 18 years ago. Like, and this wow. turtle is probably going to outlive both of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Be careful what you ask for if you accept random turtles from strangers. Well, as far as getting back to the action in this minute, um, hmm. We've got some I good really... Norwood. We've got some good Norwood action in this minute, Bentley. We've got Norwood. And he is... runs through the pylons. Yeah. And, He's done a pretty good job of pivoting from I'm going to try to get these guys, you know, on the bus to like, maybe there's still a chance I can get some of my money. Possibly. Or now he goes, what if I'm a hero instead? Because he might think the jig is up. Oh, interesting. That's possible. Grant, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, I think right after this moment, I think this line, the the line that Ken Reeves has is is... Uh, a, a really good line that I think helps support this uh, unexpected final act of the movie where you think everything's over um, and, you know, the, the guy runs up and he he's like, uh, the guy wants to know when he's going to get his money. And he's like, oh, I'll tell him when he gets his money. And then Connor Reeves interrupts and he says, he doesn't know it blew up. And uh, that that line for me really made me sort of like lean forward back into the movie and be like, oh, that's really cool. They have the up, they have... They have the element of surprise now. They they can sort of you know the 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 tables have turned. I just think that's a that's a good line for 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 supporting this 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 next part of the movie. No, hundred percent. Like we, when we were talking before about uh, after after Harry gets blown up, um, you know, Dennis Hopper says to to Keanu Reeves, it's like you know we both know that he was the brains of your operation, but I think from a tactical sense, like Jack is a much smarter and craftier police officer than I think we might give him credit for. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um and then does it cut right to the 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 next the next segment after yeah. that line? I forget if it's like yeah, an immediate the, we're gonna, jump we're gonna into the next to, part. We're gonna cut to Pershing Square. I just want to add one more thing because I feel like Mac is still doing his his level best to try to get these two together. So Apparently now we're going to take you guys back and get you checked out. Like that's, that's code for Netflix and chill. Yes. <laughs> but also that's, that's really, that's, 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 that's nice that the police officer is making sure that they get the medical attention they need. Uh, but they do go to the same ambulance. Attention. Yeah. There's only one ambulance. Yeah. And it's got a weird name on it too. Like that, that was the thing that I noticed. Good Hugh. We get this yeah, we we yeah. Well, the, you know, it's funny that... you should say that, Bentley, because we're going to be oh, talking we go. about Goodhue Ambulance later today. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, there. So uh, we've got we've got a nice like sprawling shot of the uh, of the skyscrapers in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, Grant, I'm sure you're familiar with those buildings off in the distance. I was, and we get and we get so many shots that we talked about yesterday of action car door opening, people getting out right as they stop. And tire squealing. So many tires squealing. Yes, yes. This this shot I think is really cool because I the first time I watched it, I it just sort of happened. And then the second time I, I sort of really paid attention. It's it's a pretty long shot and a lot of things happen and it accomplishes a lot of things. Um it like starts with the the you know the establishing establishing shot of LA and then it really quickly pans down to all of the cars rolling up the tires screeching and then a guy a cop crosses in front of the camera and then it hooks onto that and follows that character into the the next part of the scene and there there's so there's like three three parts of it that I thought were like really tightly like choreographed they were orchestrated there was like puppeted everybody was 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 hitting their marks um and it, it was really cool it, it's rare to see a really long shot like that that my attention is 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 kept throughout the whole thing. They're marionettes. That's yeah. what they are. It's a yeah. nice shot. Jan Debont knows how to film these kind of like handheld camera, like a lot of people doing a lot of stuff in a quick succession. Yeah. And they nailed it. They nailed it. I watched it again. I was like, wow, everybody, the, the people driving the cars, the the people crossing in front of the camera, the the operator in terms of when they're how fast they're moving and when they're moving and where they're moving to, it all it all lined up really well. I thought it was really cool. I'm not entirely sure why they're in such a big hurry, though. Like at this point, aren't they sort of essentially dictating when stuff happens? I mean, yeah, how they are. Like they he's are. not going to come point. and get the money until they drop it in the trash can. Yeah. So like, um, what? What's the rush? I don't know. Maybe they're worried that he's going to figure it out. Yeah. That, maybe you know. Maybe the the longer they wait, the more opportunity he has to sort of you know discover that the the bus is blown up. Um, or maybe it's just that hey, we're nearing the end of the movie. Or the video we're, loop. We're we're, we're keep <laughs> oh, going. Yeah. We no, gotta keep going. Point. Grant, you can speak to this because uh, I think Ben. I heard Bentley say this. So you're in L.A. Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. So is traffic like as bad as they say it would be? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, pretty bad. Because <laughs> <it's> terrible. Like, <laughs> Max says, Max says 30 minutes. Um, and just for fun, I plugged into Google Maps because we're mm -hmm. back in Pershing Square. Do you know where that is? Have you ever been to that part of L.A.? I don't know where you uh, are in probably, L.A. Probably. I, I, I live in North Hollywood, but I've, I've kind of been all over. I, okay. I don't know where that place is off the top of my head, but I'm sure I've probably been around. There it's before. downtown. It's basically in the middle of all the uh, downtown, like all the skyscrapers. So yeah. like, wait, like when you look from Hollywood, like you look, I think it's east or whatever and you see like you know downtown los angeles with all the you know skyscrapers mm -hmm. it's basically right in the middle gotcha. there okay i've definitely like driven through it then a couple times yep and google said that just to get from lax which is like 17 miles just to get there is going to take 30 minutes so maybe that's why they're hustling yeah it's true it's true it also depends on the time of day you put in the the map request because that'll that'll change it quite a bit too um this was but... on a weekend at lunchtime Okay, weekends are usually usually a little more chill, um, but yeah, that that seems that seems accurate. But also, I don't know I don't know what traffic was like 30, 30 years ago. I think it's always been bad. Right? It's always been bad. I uh, I uh, I, uh, I my brain just restarted. Here we go. Take two. Grant and I are doing. I'm doing a voice for his uh, escape room. Mm -hmm. I'm like the 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 evil wizard that's going to like you know lock everyone in this thing or whatever. 
And we are doing a uh, directed session on Monday. Yes. Uh, uh, as of uh, tomorrow, as of this recording. And he said, you know, I'll be home around this time. And I went, if you need to like, you know, if you need like a half hour buffer because of traffic and he goes, actually, I'm leaving it this time. So that is my, and I was like, all right, well, <laughs> you know, if it is like a half hour later than that, it's all good. Cause I got nothing else to do. So like I was taking into account the LA traffic for him because I have also been in and around it. And on the weekends, like when I would go out and teach tap dance in East Los Angeles, it wasn't that bad, but there were sometimes like I would be in Hollywood and like somebody would want me to go to Santa Monica, which is like maybe five miles away or something yeah. like that. But it's a 30 minute to 45 minute ordeal for sure. And then with parking could be up to an hour. Yeah. 30 to and 45 like, minutes, no matter where you're going is every single trip. Even if you're just going down the street or like three miles, everything is over 30 minutes away. Yeah. For sure, and it's so crazy because, like uh, Grant, I was I, I told Roger this, and it's so funny to like in Los Angeles, and you know this is that to say it's going to take me an hour is probably ten miles or less. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, you would be like if you were leaving from like your parents' house, you're like, hey, I'm going to come visit you. I'll see you an hour. That means it actually took you like sixty miles right, to get right. to me. Ten miles, like ten minutes when you're driving the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, you had your hand up. Oh, Go. I was just going to say, uh, no, no. Um, I got to step out real quick. You guys keep talking. I'll oh. be right back. All okay. right. Oh, good. He's gone. All right. So, well, are we, are we allowed <laughs> to keep talking about the, 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 the minute or should we keep talking about LA traffic? <laughs> we should, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I quoted, have you ever seen that movie, That Thing You Do? No. Maybe it's Tom. It's Tom Hanks's like first written and directed movie that he did on Playtone in yeah, 1996. I don't think I have seen this movie. I'm sorry. You should watch it. You would love it. Okay. Um, but it's basically it's like the rise and fall of this one hit wonder, like uh, you know, Beatles type band. But in the movie, it's Steve Zahn. It's like Ethan Embry, Tom Hanks, Liv Tyler. You would love the movie. There, there's a moment like there. It's set in the 50s. There's a moment where they're in like this, this uh, uh the drummers like his family owns an appliance business, and he and he goes. And they're watching like the old school, the marionette show. I forget what it is. Um, Roger, what was that show back in the day? It was like it was marionettes and they were like in space or something like that. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Oh, gosh, darn Sorry. it. Sorry. But anyway, uh, when you said that, I responded with the line, they're marionettes. That's what they are. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. In the movie. And that's just that that was just for you. You know, I don't remember <laughs> the title, but I, I, I have a visual of that, of marionettes in space. Um, it, it, was it, it was it specific to this this movie, or was it something the movie was referencing that existed? No, it's an it. actual uh, uh, show. It was called Space Patrol. Okay, okay, that sounds familiar. I can't believe I didn't remember that. I can't so, believe I didn't remember that. They were just like these marionettes that were. I don't know, Roger. You and I were of a certain age, so like I just couldn't remember the name of it. I like how you anyway. put me into the puppetry demo. Um. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Well, well. Just to make sure that my my minutes line up with your minutes. How does this minute end? So this minute. Oh yeah. You know what? We're not done. We got to talk about. Um. We got to talk about these two folks in their ambulance and Jack's getting out of the ambulance. Yeah. What's the deal with that? Can you just like only action heroes can be like? I'll be right back to the ambulance hey, when you're like pull this ambulance over. I'm leaving. <laughs> Here, take the IV out. Take give me the give me the drugs. I, I got somewhere to be. 
Never mind the fact that the ambulance driver thinks that the most sensible thing is to drive to the scene of the scene like of the, the, the operation. Drive. Like we're gonna go with the police. We're not gonna go to the hospital. We're gonna go to where the operation is going down. Maybe so, maybe they asked Jack to do that because they wanted Jack to be part of it. Grant, we have a phrase we use for that that Bentley coined for us several minutes ago, which was because plot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it could kind of make sense. Maybe they were like this, you know, if this guy isn't in life threatening condition, he should come with us because he is a part of this. Well, since Jack is clearly not taking Max several opportunities to go somewhere and, you know, get to know Annie a little bit better, he might as right. well go to the and, and go back to work. Yeah, yeah. And we get to see more of his cool distress shirt. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got the gray on the right shoulder. He's got a little bit of blood. We can see the biceps. You know, the pecs are popping for Keanu. He's like, pull this ambulance over. I got to go. Yeah, I think actually, Grant, that's a really good point, is that they were probably like in the ambulance. They were like, neither of you are in like life-threatening condition. Neither of you are like, are like you know, hemorrhaging blood or yeah, anything like that. Here's your in a Band-Aid. Here and and you know Mac was like, this ambulance follows us, and and Keanu's like, all right, this ambulance follows them, and then and then they yeah they get to the scene or whatever, and and you know, you know he looks at Annie, he's pretty, he's like, now I got to go back to work, don't die on me now, you know that that's the that, that's the deleted scene that you know, on the right on the right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that that is that's that. That's a super interesting, fun part of the movie. It's, just, it's kind of I'm ridiculous. Gonna, uh, electing to leave the ambulance. I feel like that's not how that works. I've never been in an ambulance personally. I'm very grateful for that. Um, but I, I figure you can't just like decide you don't want to be in it anymore about halfway through and just walk away. Well, he does have that gun in his back, so you know he's, he does. he's like, look, one of us is packing. <laughs> yeah, that 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 could make him more persuasive to the ambulance drivers. Bentley, those are good Keanu impressions, but I'm very excited on our Thursday show because we're going to ask our special guest, Grant, mm -hmm. to give us his best Keanu impression. Now, you can do Speed if you want to, or you I'm can do going to. any other movie. Yeah. Um, give, us, give us some good Keanu. So, the, 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 like the very first, I'm going to do the most uh, memorable Keanu Reeves acting moment in my brain, which I think was the first time I ever saw him in anything. Um, which was the first Matrix movie, um, which is an incredible movie. And I want to preface this by saying that I think Keanu Reeves is a very cool person and actor. Um, but he also is a very interesting actor. Um, and there's in the very beginning of the Matrix when uh, the Agent Smiths are like coming to his office building and he's like, oh, no, this is real. Things are going bad. He's like crawling around uh, and he like sort of like steps out the window and he goes, oh, no. Why me? Why? <laughs> And I thought it was so funny <laughs> that, like, he was climbing out a window just, like, almost like a Shakespeare character, like, oh, no, why me? Why? <laughs> and it, it just, it's, it's just so funny to me. And I, like, I, I watched that, and my brain was like, what? What is this? And then the rest of the movie happened, and I was like, I get it. This is, this is a great movie. I love this movie. But that was my first, that was my first uh, uh, exposure to Keanu Reeves as an actor. Um, I liked his reaction right after that, where he, he gets on the phone and he's just like, no way, no way, no way man, I can't do like, it, no way. Like, you're saying that, do you, are you really, the, like, are you just that shocked? That oh I mean, I, I, listen, I can't judge. I've never been in a situation where my reality is broken and I'm taking different colored pills and there's a scary man in a suit showing up at my work trying to kill me. Like, I haven't been there. I haven't been there. 
<laughs> See, Grant, now I would like to imagine someone rewriting the Matrix using only Shakespearean dialogue. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, forsooth, the art of Kung Fu is familiar to me now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is very funny. Oh. Agent Smith, I barely knew him. Thou doth the one. Well, very good. Well, so that's, are, yeah, that's, there's my kindness for you. So did you enjoy that movie when you were three? The Matrix? I, 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 when I watched it when it came out, I don't remember it. But when no. I watched it when I was older, like, like in middle school and high school, I, I did. I, re- I think that movie's really fun. I'm just poking fun at your... Because I was, because I was very young. extreme youth. No, but there, th- that that's a great point. There are a lot of movies that like, like Lord of the Rings, that I remember them coming out, and I remember watching them when they came out, and I remember absolutely nothing from them. But I know that I've seen them, but I just literally don't remember them until I went and watched them again when I was older. Just tell me that you don't like those benighted Hobbit movies better than the Lord of the Rings. Um, I don't. I don't. Okay, thank. I you. haven't even seen all of them. There you go. Well, don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Noted. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do our pop quiz for Thursday, uh, which, pop quiz as I alluded to earlier, is about our ambulance here, which you were fascinated with. So, Benley, I think you said this ambulance has a funny name. Yeah, like Bod Hue or so something. So it's Good Hue Ambulance Services. Good Hue. Which is a okay. real ambulance company. It's not made up for no. the movie. It's a real ambulance company that operates out of Riverside. Um and it's so it's featured prominently in this movie, but it's also featured prominently in the opening sequence of what other drama set in Los Angeles? I'll tell you what, I'll give you a hint. What crime drama set in Los Angeles? Movie or TV show? It's a movie. All right. And we'll talk about the answer to that on our Friday episode. Well, thank you all for joining us on today's Speed Movie Minute. Make sure that you've uh, rated, liked, subscribed, all the things. Uh, and, uh, you know, pop in our Facebook group, Plus2525, and make sure that you're playing along. Hey, do you know about ambulances? Uh, Spotify or our anchor page for our pop quiz hot shot. All the links are in the show notes for your success. And we will be back with this week's final episode tomorrow. <laughs> but until then, and as always, in the immortal words of Sam the Bus Driver... This ain't no bust out.